Hello, and welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a pop culture podcast where we nerd out about biology, facts, and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay, and she's Sarah, and we are marine biologists in recovery, and today we are talking again about another summer blockbuster question mark, uh, and a sequel. Uh, we are talking about Aliens. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't actually look oh, to see when it come, and this episode... came out. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a summer thing. It's a summer yeah. thing. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, and if you Thanks. just heard that, we have yeah. a special guest returning. Uh, Matthew Vose from Eloquent Gushing is here to be pro aliens franchise. Pro aliens, <laughs> Zeno positive. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We did the first aliens movie last summer, and if you listen to that, you know that we weren't the hugest of fans due to some like just random circumstances and also just watching it for the first time in our late 30s after knowing about it for our entire lives which definitely mm-hmm. had some issues so this one we were assured last year from Matthew that this one was better I agree <laughs> yeah hard <laughs> agree yeah and uh, yeah, now he's here to help us talk about why these this movie is good and also why this franchise is so popular because it's just not, it's just not for Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. It's just it's not, not like made I, specifically for you and how damn not, it. I know. <laughs> I was like, I love Sigourney Weaver. I love Ripley. And that's why I like Galaxy Quest, basically. Yes. Yeah. 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 Matthew, do you want to give us a little synopsis of the movie and maybe like, how you feel about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Ellen Ripley is, is woken from her hype sleep after 57 years after the, defeating the titular alien in the first film and is called back to the planet of the first film where the new colony has gone missing. Do you want a synopsis of the whole thing? Do you synopsize? No, no, no. It's no, no, just it. intro. I did suddenly think, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. sh- yeah. and yeah. shenanigans happen. Yeah, shenanigans ensue. <laughs> shenanigans Aliens. ensue. Yeah. Right. Aliens. Yeah. My, my. Yeah. I have my first three notes are um, one is why is Paul Reiser credited before Bill Paxton? Because that seems like a law against nature. <laughs> <laughs> and then my next Basically. one is I'm glad that the flurkin is okay because yes. the cat is the yeah. cat. such a flurkin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Basically. Yes. Also, on the subject of Bill Paxton, I loved that he was like the damsel in distress role like he was the one who was like Mm. hysterical yeah like panicking sort of all those like typical like horror sci-fi female things Mm -hmm. were bill paxton Mm. which was great yeah yeah that's my that's my first also um when we were talking about pop culture Mm -hmm. zeitgeisty kind of thing is his Mm. phrases because it's been said so many times i first knew about it from the post-credit scene of Aladdin and the King of Thieves. <laughs> a stunning classic. And it was funny, and we, like, we like said it to ourselves over and over again, but it was years before I knew mm. what it was. Right. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of random. And some of it is improv, I think. Did I remember, read that wrong? I can't remember. Anyway. Mm. I, I, I could absolutely see that with him. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's exactly the role yeah. of, like, you just be overconfident yeah. and then lose it. No, yeah. lose it more. Yeah. Lose it more. Yeah, more. Yeah, and then <laughs> just yeah. keep going. And then Paul Reiser playing, like, the asshole bad guy was so weird. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird because he was so young yeah. also. Yeah. But, like, my yeah. only memories of Paul Reiser are just, like, generic mad about you memories. Like, I don't even remember what he looks like. But yeah. it was so weird. Yeah. But you could tell he was going to be so. evil because of the, like, suit jacket he was wearing. Like... <laughs> With the turned yeah. up collar. Yeah. yeah. Yo, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Definitely 80s. Definitely going to be aliens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So last year we talked a lot about Xenomorph, obviously, because that's the purpose of this. <laughs> and we are back with more Xenomorph questions because it's just a, it's just yeah. a lot. It's just like throw everything in the mix. Yeah. Kind of and it's hard because... Anytime you look anything up that's like, oh, but in this movie or in this novelization, they Mm -hmm. found out this information. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of information out there that's not conveyed Mm -hmm. in the movie. Yeah. Like a lot. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. There was definitely stuff that I was thinking that I was going to, we were going to talk about, 
but it's definitely at least Alien yeah. 3. So I've gone, mm. oh, okay, well, let's, let's not talk about that. I can, yeah. yeah. I've got yeah, a feeling you're just, not going beyond this, but, you know, if you ever do. I might just out of <laughs> curiosity, but I don't think for the podcast, because I think it'll just get a bit, no, like, yeah. repetitive. Yeah. yeah, it's just the same. I've heard not great things. So let's talk about that just for a second with about the franchisey stuff, because mm. Aliens 3, and then there was a fourth and then aliens versus predator mm-hmm. and then it just goes forever yeah and then ridley scott comes back and <laughs> yeah yeah ridley That's scott's this whole thing. thing all over the place yeah 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 so so this yeah. is a oh i can't get it get, I'll get it the right way around but this is a distant sequel because it's set sometime after the first yeah, one like 50 it's, something it's not, years yeah Exactly, it wasn't made too long mm-hmm. after it, but it is right. a franchise a bit like kind of Die Hard. It's every five or six years there's a new okay. one. People mm-hmm, go, mm-hmm. oh yeah, the memory of the last one's fading, so let's make one. Yeah, but we always feel mm-hmm. it has to be a little different. Mm-hmm. So s- possible diminishing returns. Although to to its credit, I think it's a series that does change with each film and try something That's different, good. whether that comes That's off or good. not. Um, and then yeah, they go into the Alien versus Predator, which has been touted for a long time. Predator Two. The, the Predator ship has a xenomorph skull in the background, so it's always like, oh, they're connected. Yeah. And, you know, and, and my history with it is there was a whole long series of books, oh. spin offs mm. of these, that ended up with AVP crossovers and all of this right. that were very mm-hmm. cool for, you know, teenage boy. They were well, exactly yeah, like, the right sort of you. These movies that I love, there's more books. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You can read them in an afternoon yeah. and they're just trash. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. oh, love it. Yeah. yeah. So. Alien, the first movie, and then they wrote the books afterwards, kind of? Yes. So, so I mean, that series is at least mid-90s, mm. I think, onwards. So after okay, this right. one. Um, okay. and, and, you know, in the vein of the James Cameron films of the time. Right. So That makes sense. Mm. Yeah, because the, yes. the first one was Ridley Scott, and then this one was James Cameron. And then reading on, like, the IMDb, mm-hmm. IMDb trivia, it seems like this set was, like, like not the most drama. fun set. Because there was a no. lot of people who were pissed that... Ridley Scott wasn't back, and yeah, mm-hmm. seems like not and, and not even Ridley Scott, Geiger wasn't back, yeah. the, the, you know, the artist behind the design and Which the look of weird. the film. Which is weird, yeah. And, and you can see it in a couple of places, because the aliens look a little different, mm-hmm. the alien queen is mm-hmm. not quite what you could imagine. Yeah, yeah. there was lots of conversation in the IMDb trivia about the ridges on mm-hmm. the aliens mm. um, and mm-hmm. stuff, and like, there's definitely a shot of the queen where she looks exactly like the queen from Independence Day, which is obviously, mm-hmm. this is before yeah. that, but I'm like, okay, was that on purpose? Yes. Um, am I just, have I just watched Independence Day too many <laughs> but times? But yeah, it was definitely on purpose. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Like we said, there's so many references that now you're like, oh, that's where they got that from. There was even like, it, mm-hmm. the delivery, the words weren't exactly the same, but Molly Weasley in the Harry Potter films, when she says like, um, yeah. like screams, get, about, away, from not, get daughter, away from my daughter. Yeah. yeah. Basically, yep. yeah, exactly the same delivery as yeah, Ripley in this. Exactly the same. Yeah. Yeah. which is interesting. I was like, that's kind of strange. But we like we're not going to go into how J.K. stole a lot of stuff from her books. <laughs> we'll but say I was that. Like, I'm like, yeah, like stealing stuff from The Hobbit is one thing. I don't know if that was in the book. I know aliens. I know that was in. I, was that in the book? Get away from my daughter, you bitch! Oh okay. yeah, yeah, it's mm. yeah, yeah. Oh, huge reward. Should a book for kids have this word? Right. Like, no, they're, all, they're all 20 yeah. by now. It's fine. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, exactly. This <laughs> game was 2007. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be okay. Nice. Oh, yeah, anyway, let's not go down that road yeah. right now. But, like, isn't it amazing how these, you know, very adult, very mature mm-hmm. films, you give it long enough, they start showing up in jokes in kids' yeah. films and kids' exactly. video games yeah. and stuff, you know? It's so strange, it just, but I guess, yeah. Well, and it's a way to, like, yeah, it's just, like, it's just part of the signal world. that you know like there's more going on or yeah yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. genre savvy Mm -hmm. and all that Mm. yeah yeah but i i think if we're talking alien one and then even some of this i think it's hurt your watching of it particularly Mm. i mean on the first podcast you're like oh yeah it was that scene that's like the scene from space and then it made me laugh even Mm -hmm. though it's supposed Mm -hmm. to be intensely scary (laughs) exactly yeah exactly the set piece in the middle of the first film that at the time was just shocking Mm -hmm. and horrified everyone and the actors didn't know it was going to happen and the audience didn't know it was going to happen and now you're just like but you've seen it delivered with a hello my honey hello my darling no absolutely absolutely yeah like if you could watch this without any post Mm. pop culture references Mm -hmm. in your brain I think it would be I think it would hold up better well yeah it's like 
It's like all the videos on the internet of four-year-olds watching the end of Empire and finding out about mm-hmm. Vader, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like, it's you never get to have that experience. Like, I didn't have it. I was spoiled before yeah, I watched absolutely. Empire the first time. I don't remember. Um, but still. Yeah. Yeah. I was late, though. I yeah. think it was, like, ten. So so I will hold that up as the big defense of, yeah. well, these films have entered the popular no, zeitgeist. No, exactly. Like, and mm. and, and uh, you called me out on the first podcast. I, I went back and listened because I was like... Did they actually say me, or did they call out audience, <laughs> Aliens fans in general in the audience? So you're like, no, Matthew, explain to us why you said this was worth watching. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because well, Lindsay's, but... Lindsay's sister is a big fan, but more of mm-hmm. Ripley mm-hmm. the character than Ripley. the actual movies, yeah. which yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. She's awesome. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, she is awesome. And also, my sister can watch scary movies, so okay. yeah, that she got that gene. Helps. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and Lindsay hates, like, suspense, so... Yeah, she's like, when you come, let's watch Quiet Place 2. And I was like, how about we watch The Office and Devil Wears Prada instead? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call yeah. it a day. Same stuff. <laughs> okay, let's go back to some yes. xenomorph mm. questions. So there's lots of different things that happen in this one. A lot with gestation and eggs and making baby xenomorphs yes. uh, as oppo- that come from eggs as opposed to just starting with the face hugger stuff. Mm-hmm. So... My, my my first big question is when they get to the to the planet and they, they've taken all the people to uh, infect as parasites. Mm-hmm. What were they doing before? Did they can they go into other species or is it just humans? And therefore, how did they survive before they first found Ripley? Yeah, maybe other right? species, like, or maybe they're like yeah, so they're like optional, not obligate parasites. So they there is definitely a burst chest in the pilot right. alien yes. in the yeah. first film. I remember that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so so they can go in others yeah. and and do we want to get in something There's, there is another creature infected in the third okay. film and the alien okay. takes okay. on characteristics of that oh. creature. Oh, interesting. That's interesting because that's one of my other questions about the queen seeming to have human intelligence at the end because she takes the elevator. Gets in a lift. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. and like understands what's happening so <laughs> it's particularly the shot when the lift is coming down you see her go oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, give a little which is, <laughs> yeah which is also like a very similar like angle headshot to the queen in independence Day, which yeah. is like well i've been i've been infected by a virus a computer virus mm-hmm. and now i'm gonna blow up <laughs> yeah no that makes that's interesting okay so like yeah, yeah that's an interesting thought so matthew'd asked what are some similar life cycles and creatures on Earth, especially the egg-laying form? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So, so we talked about molting yeah. in the first one because mm-hmm. they definitely molt. Yeah, they have Their gestation is insanely fast, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. less than a day. So it's very confusing. Yeah. But yeah, that egg-laying yeah. form, it's known as like an ovipositor. So human okay. or humans, humans don't have one, um, but on Earth... <laughs> <laughs> on Earth, there are um, insects like crickets and grasshoppers use ovipositors to get their eggs like buried in the dirt, essentially. Oh, um, okay. And mm-hmm. also, kind of turtles. Uh, yeah, it's kind of turtles. Like it's not as long, obviously, but yeah, they have it's just a little. The, it's not just the way they lay yeah. their eggs, and, and then right through it too. Seahorses have an ovipositor to for the females to deposit eggs in the male's pouch. And interestingly, on the insect side, the stingers in like wasps and hornets and stuff is a modified ovipositor that delivers toxins instead of eggs, or maybe as well as eggs. Yeah, Yeah, so wasps were like, let's, instead of laying eggs, let's turn this into being evil. Yeah. (laughs) Sounds like a wasp. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But then, so the xenomorphs have like a sort of multi stage metamorphosis, Mm -hmm. right? So they they go from eggs Mm -hmm. to the chest no the face huggers and then the face huggers and then they the go chest to the bursts, guy with the top chest hat burster, chest burster and then the adult an slash yeah. queen mm-hmm. so yeah like you know we all know there's lots of animals um on earth that do metamorphosis also where their stages are completely different so think about like a caterpillar mm-hmm. versus a yeah. uh like some moths like so caterpillars eat like crazy we all know this and then moths a lot of moths don't eat at all and they fly around and all they do is mate so, like, completely mm-hmm. different habits, completely different ecological niches, completely different body shapes. Mm. So, yeah. Um, and I think, no, I don't know about with insects, but I do know, like, in the world of algae, there's, like, 
especially red algaes for some reason, have really different parts of their stage. So like at one, when they first are growing, they look completely, completely different than the like full-sized algae. And for decades, until, basically until they started doing DNA analysis, these were listed as two different species. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Mm. yeah, that's surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, how is their gestation so fast? I do not know. <laughs> yeah, I think mm. like it's one of those things like in a lot of movies we watch where it's just like it's just it, hand wavy. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's so fast because it needs to be so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, yeah. the queen's clutch size is crazy. Well, she's crazy very hair. big. She is very big, but it's just one of those. And I'm like, and also like, is it a one-time thing? Maybe. Oh um, yeah. I have no idea. Like yeah, and um, who's fertilizing Like, would she have died anyways after laying her eggs? I don't know. She seemed to really put up a big-ass fight, but maybe to protect her eggs. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. She yeah. had a lot of energy for somebody who was going to die, like an octopus, you know, just mm. lays out mm. eggs and then swims away and dies immediately, away. basically. Yeah. The, the so. fertilization is an interesting thing, because I keep mm-hmm. sort of thinking about this. It's like the xenomorph queen lays eggs that become face huggers that mm-hmm. become chest bursters that become aliens that become yeah and presumably it's cyclical somewhere in there mm-hmm. yeah is the face hugger out of the egg because it then it goes and implants something yeah it's mm-hmm. almost like a massive sperm like she's laying a yeah. male oh. fertilization Maybe. process especially, especially if you're saying that yeah. the face hugger chest bursters like they take on characteristics so maybe it's just yeah, because it's not like the face hugger goes in and then turns into like mm. a metamorphosis style. It's like the face no, hugger it, it produces something it else. Produces something else. It's the whole thing of them having so tubes in their so throats. And, yeah, yeah. So the face hugger is more like a like an implantation thing. So like mm. um, yeah. like in humans, like you know, you have like a blastocyst and that implants in a uterus and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So it's just a very developed version of that. Yeah. And so, yeah, like yeah. it's a really macro, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Tool. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Very cool. I just like it's just such a weird life cycle in general that the face hugger, yeah, still exists. Mm-hmm. Like it's still there and like it, you know it's alive. Yeah, sometimes. and it keeps like it, the after the chest burster like that exists whether or not it's alive or dead. Like it's strange because they've definitely shown yeah. that it dies after implantation. So yeah, it's yeah. a one-time thing. That's for sure. Yeah. It's a one-time mm. thing. That makes sense. But, um, but if so, if the chest burster like takes on characteristics of whatever they're implanting implanted into, maybe it's asexual reproduction from the point of view of the queen, because mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. lots of egg-laying things can reproduce mm-hmm. sexually and asexually. Yeah, um, it's called parthenogenesis. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, so, like, stick insects, for example, they're basically only females. They lay eggs, like, hatch into baby stick insects, and there's no males. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Except yeah. for um, Niles Crane. You always cast me as the splinter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, that's the only thing I ever think of when you, you say stick insects, which is a lot, because you used to work with stick insects. I, yeah, I've looked after, like, five different kinds of stick insects. <laughs> um, yeah, they're great. But, yeah, okay. Fire? So the fire thing, I just, like, maybe I wasn't paying enough attention, or maybe they just never got to the point where they showed the actual fire flamethrower actually killing one of them? Mm-hmm. Or is it just a... Did, or did they? And I just missed it? At the end? Yeah. Yeah, no, they all... The, yeah, well, the like, flames. the eggs... The eggs died. Mm. Yeah. But did they actually kill an actual xenomorph? Pass. They definitely use them to damage them. Do we see them killing them? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Un- okay. it's unclear. Okay. I mean, so fire is pretty good against most things. At, yeah, at least well, as a preventative. So it talks about mm-hmm. how they are secreting this like resin substance, mm. right? And resin is flammable. True. So mm. <laughs> fire bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That makes that sense. Yeah. And okay. You know, if your blood is acid, mm-hmm. you don't want to get damaged too much. No. no. You damage your home no. environment That's... and your allies. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That was just one of okay. my questions. But let's talk about acid blood because Sarah did some research. Okay. I did. That. <laughs> Chemistry. Okay. So let's talk about in humans first and then we'll talk about in aliens so humans have a blood that's usually about 7.4 ph so like a little bit basic if you think about like 
pure water is pH seven. Mm-hmm. Bigger numbers are more basic. So like soap, for example, is basic. And then lower numbers are more acidic. So like vinegar, lemon juice, all that stuff. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then there's a reaction in our blood that helps to maintain that pH. Basically, we have carbon dioxide in our blood from breathing. And we also have um, a weak acid and a weak base. So carbonic acid and bicarbonate ion, like sodium bicarbonate, the CO2 sort of can be in those different forms. So carbonic acid and bicarb and CO2 dissolved in water. And there's a there's an equilibrium reaction that sort of floats between those to keep the pH as steady as it can. Okay. Um, yeah. And that's how your blood keeps its pH even, like, you know, if you eat, like, something really acidic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Right. Obviously, to a, to a point. But and humans will die if you're like so if something weird happens with your with your buffer system or like other chemicals that are affecting it, humans will die if their pH goes below six point eight or above seven point eight. So this buffer reaction is basically you have like your target pH, which in humans is seven point four, and then you have something that's a little bit more acidic than that and a little bit more basic than that. Mm-hmm. And then those can like react with whatever comes in to neutralize it, basically. So in the case of a really low acid system, like in the xenomorphs, there's other buffer equations that are like buffer reactions that can um, maintain a lower pH. So one that I found is like glycine and hydrochloric acid. I don't really understand the chemistry of how that works, but it will maintain a pH as low as like 2.2, which is very low. Mm. Very low. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's cool. The other cool thing as I was researching this human blood thing, I'm like, cause I'm like, oh yeah, I learned that in like grade 12 biology, like okay. 20 years ago. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm looking at it, I'm like, wait, these are the same chemicals that are in like the ocean. So when they're talking about like ocean acidification because of raising CO2 mm-hmm. levels, and then basically there's that exact same carbonic acid bicarbonate in the ocean and then calcium carbonate like turning into a solid. Yeah, in the ocean, which is very cool that it's like in our blood and in the ocean. Mm. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So then this is where I got confused and also like there's way more information than in the movie because in the movie it's just like, their, ac- their blood is acid, which, like, from mm-hmm. the perspective of the Marines, it's blood, whatever. Yeah. Like, it's a liquid that comes out of their body. Mm. Yeah, that's what they but, need to know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, but it seems like it's, there's somewhere that they talk about it being, like, a pressurized fluid that's stored between double double layers of skin. So it's not even necessarily there to, like, do the things that blood do. It might just be defensive or protective or aggressive. Mm. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, which is crazy. Or it could be something like hemolymph in arthropods, which is like a blood analog. Um, So arthropods, like insects and stuff, don't have veins and arteries. They just have an open circulatory system and then a heart that kind of just, like, keeps it moving around. But it it just, like, is loose in their Mm. body cavities, basically. So mm-hmm. um, it could be more like that, where it's just, um, and then because it's pressurized, also they can like when they're punctured, it that's why it bursts. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, and then they they have this like resinous skin to protect like the important body parts that they don't want to be covered in acid from the acid blood. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, that makes more sense. Nice. 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 That's cool, but because then they also are very drooly, as we talked about before. They are in this one, just, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just have a lot of body fluids, basically mm. happening. Yeah, yeah, and also like teeth on something that isn't a mammal is so creepy. Oh, <laughs> like, I know. I don't like it. I don't know why it's. <laughs> well, so that's creepy. not true. Sharks aren't creepy. No. But... Okay. I guess. Yeah. Teeth on an invertebrate-ish thing. Mm. Yeah. 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 Yeah, especially po- yeah. like pokey teeth. Pokey teeth. Yeah. No, I don't like so many teeth. And then the little thing that comes out. Oh. Yeah. Oh. It's, it's like so R2's little thing, but creepy. Yeah, creepy. <laughs> okay. So I think we talked about the two species. We covered that. Do you want to ask your question, Matthew, about... Um, how we got like stuck on stuff yeah, in the movie. So, yeah so like the acid blood is interesting because because i think that really tested your incredulity in the first mm-hmm. one you were mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Ah, yeah. it's got acid for blood no no it doesn't <laughs> stop stop with the film <laughs> i feel like and and i i have asked this in a different way in what i sent you but i feel like if this was matt damon on mars and he found something mm-hmm. with acid blood you'd be like yeah, but that's fine 
that's fine. He's yeah. doing funny science uh-huh. stuff. I am fine with acid blood on Mars. So, <laughs> is is it yeah. you know is it just the film and some of the other content of the film that's making you, you know, each step is pushing you a bit far rather than going. I I can give it a pass on this one. I I think def- yeah. definitely for me because in this one I was fine with it. Okay. Mm. I was okay. like, oh yeah. I was like, yeah, that's the thing that they have. Right. And we mm. have to protect against it. In the first one, I think it was more everything at once, and it was just too many things. Mm. Yeah. Like it wasn't necessarily the acid blood that pushed me over the edge, but it was like acid blood and the teeth and the little extra thing in it <laughs> and the face huggers and the chest burster bursters and let and and yeah. like. And plus, there was creepy robot guy, which was confusing, and I didn't like it. Um, yeah, so it was just too many things, I think. Like, in this one, okay. it didn't bother me at all. I was like, acid blood, that's what they have. I think also in the first one, it was like they'd had all these cool ideas, and then they just mm-hmm. threw them all on the script. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? And, and you're actually right, like, in a page. Yeah. 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 Whereas if they'd conveyed it better like so yeah they made these really really cool aliens but then mm-hmm. it's just like all at once we learn everything everything and i think yeah. they've toned down the acidity in this one the last one really did seem like it's going to fall out of the ship this, this yeah. you know small drop of acid blood in yeah. this yeah. it's like mm-hmm. it'll melt the plating but it won't melt through it yeah well yeah. because like acid eventually like it's reacting to become mm. less acidic as it reacts with something, right? Yeah. Like, it's going to run out. Yeah. yeah, so I think that, yeah, it was just, it was very extreme in the first one, whereas in this one, partially there was, like, better character stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, the characters were explaining the exposition yeah. better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think also, like, if I enjoy it, then the weird science just becomes, like, part of its charm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah, if that. I don't enjoy it, it becomes part of the annoyance. Yes. If that yes. makes sense. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. a lot <laughs> Valid of... Valid criticism. My, note, yeah. my notebook is full of angry rants about plot that I never really get into in some of these episodes, but there's a lot of, why are they doing this? Mm-hmm. And why are they doing that? And like in this one, like, how did the queen get to the thing when after they escaped? Like, how? How did that yeah. happen? <laughs> and stuff like that, where, especially in like shark movies just like but why yeah why are like, you doing this mm-hmm. <laughs> don't go don't do it just don't <laughs> yeah yeah the, yeah. the one but, big yeah. one in this is is that they leave no one on the ship that's a bit yeah. weird yeah but yeah. you know they're marines they've got hubris yeah fine. Yep. Fine. yeah I, yeah i think very... in this one the decisions were based but more on like character-based decision rather than like mm. we're making dumb mm-hmm. decisions to advance the plot Mm. Yeah, and, Which like, I never and like maybe like you could maybe argue that Paul Reiser was the one who decided to have nobody on the ship. Like I don't know. Yeah, like yeah. that could have been mm. a decision. Like we know that he's evil, mm-hmm. so maybe it's something. Yeah, to do I have no idea. Yeah, but yeah, like, that was kind of annoying. Yeah, and if they hadn't decided mm. to basically take samples of the aliens for money reasons, infrastructure, money, money? yeah. <laughs> I, I think he does say weapons division. Weapons division? Yeah, okay, that probably. makes slightly Generically more sense, evil. but also like, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you could be inspired by the aliens mm-hmm. without, like, risking your also, entire civilization. Earth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they had them in the thing on the planet. Like, they had them preserved in the tank. Mm. Yeah. Like, why can't they figure out what's going on? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. have people come and do deal with it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, in situ rather than ex yeah, mm. taking them onto the, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Bio like biocontainment is you know a thing that I think we often rant about mm-hmm. in the in oh the yeah. Podcast. Well, that was a big thing with the first one was the, with the quarantine. Yeah, yeah. the quarantine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah, biocontainment definitely yeah would solve so many problems in all of the movies <laughs> but also it would make boring movies sometimes. Well, yeah. exactly so. <laughs> yeah 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 oh uh yeah i had a thing here too about um because they were using infrared cameras and then they didn't see the aliens and so i was like do cold-blooded mm-hmm. animals show up in infrared and basically infrared cameras aren't really anything magical they, sh- they just show temperature difference mm. so mm-hmm. warm-blooded animals like humans show up on infrared because we are warmer than the surroundings mm. like that's the whole point but cold-blooded it would just depend on like how hot they run mm-hmm. so. so it would probably be because they were within a human-based environment they would probably not 
Yeah, they, they could entirely not show up because if they were like running, yeah, if they run colder than mm-hmm. the air, basically. Then, then the air that's. Uh, and there was a whole thing of they're in the cooling thing for the fusion mm-hmm, reactor, mm-hmm. so ev- yeah. if everything's yeah. hot. If everything's yeah. hot, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's probably. But like, they would also show a... up on infrared if they were substantially colder. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, depending on the settings of your infrared yeah. camera, obviously. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Infrared's so fun. Mm-hmm. Speaking your eighties. Yeah. Technology. Speaking of which, you've not done Predator, mm-hmm. have you? No. no. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Is it scary? Uh, <laughs> probably not anymore. It, it's action yeah. scary rather than yeah, yeah, alien yeah. scary. Okay. Yeah. If it's yeah. not suspense scary, then. More yeah. interested. More interested. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 No, I've never. Any seen Any thoughts it. on how There's... xenomorphs cope underwater? That's a good mm. question. Is that a leading question for future movies? Uh, so I think we do get a moment of them underwater, but we do in this one. There's the bit where one rises oh. behind Newt, and yeah. we, we there's yeah, yeah, no yeah. disturbance on the water or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Do they seem like swimmers? No, they don't they've got look like they limbs. would swim. Okay. <laughs> yeah. They look, also, and they look really dense. Mm. Yeah, that's mm. what I was going to say. They're very heavy looking. Yeah. So but like, if also, like, if you see a crocodile on land, would you assume that it swam? That's true. Mm, that's true. true. They've got a big tail, though. Um, yeah, if you didn't see their tail, I, think, I guess. But also, have we established how they breathe? No. No, and it's probably not oxygen-carbon dioxide cycle because of the whole acid thing yeah so yeah and if they're cold-blooded or like ectothermic mm-hmm. or endothermic i mean um if they're mm-hmm. endothermic yeah they could i mean they're sne- sneaky and stealthy and if like mm-hmm. if they're used to a totally different atmosphere than our normal atmosphere mm-hmm. maybe air and water isn't that different to them okay maybe mm. yeah the thing with sneaking mm-hmm. up on newt is because they were they're not in an ocean or um natural water mm-hmm. they're in the ship where there's water so there's a chance that it was they were able to because they're so dense they're able to walk on the bottom okay yeah maybe. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that would help with their mobility and also less disturbance if they were mm. deep enough because they can whatever breathe whatever kind of situation or not is, breathe yeah not breathe and then they were dense enough to be at the bottom yeah that's true that, that that's would true. be my only guess for that yeah. situation yeah. yeah but then also how did they sense from that that she was there is the other question. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Also, why did they want to kill everybody? I guess just to put their face huggers on them. Yeah, they're just they're just everybody. looking for face hugger. Their motivation is to just reproduce hmm. at whatever means possible. Seems like it. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like it. I mean, because there is nothing in these about how they sense or how no. they communicate no. particularly. So it could just th- be motion in the air, sort of. Mm-hmm. And, like, motion in the air, motion mm-hmm. in the water. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, like... Yeah, if she... Because she fell into the water. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a splash. Yeah. But, okay. yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that they would be graceful swimmers. No. I don't okay. think they're graceful no. anythings. <laughs> no, they're not, really. Yeah, yeah just, like, when yeah. with the nest, it looks like it looked like she had, like, tons of legs and stuff, but I think it was just the way that it was yeah. set so up creepy. with all of her. Yeah, I think there's an implication, like, it's it's holding her up to support her weight yeah. or yeah. something, so... Yeah. 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 So she's yeah. very large. And I... Well, I... I you know, on, on the Queen, thinking about... And I, mm-hmm. I used the phrase egg-laying form, because I wasn't sure if you'd seen that. I didn't want to say Queen. Yeah. Um, but the... Uh, again, this is thinking that in the next film there was an alien that takes some of its form from the thing it infects. Is it mm. that mm-hmm. a facehugger infected a menstruating woman? And that has allowed pretex oh. or something? Would that? Who knows? That was just know. me going off on a tangent of like, how do you get a queen compared to a knocker? Is it? Yeah, that would depend on the conversation we were having earlier, but if it was acting as a sperm. Mm. Yeah. It could or, also be that maybe there's like a totally separate cycle for making queens versus making mm, drones or whatever, like yeah. the normal xenomorphs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. they maybe they do some sort of like a queen reproduces with a xenomorph. So like mm-hmm. the facehugger goes mm-hmm. on to a xenomorph, and that's what makes a queen. Okay, yeah, I don't right. know. Maybe. Total speculation, mm. but yeah, yeah. in, in a true. colony where there is no queen, that's the next step. Yeah. Of it. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and would explain also how they have been dealing without humans. Yeah. Or other yeah, things. Yeah, they can, like, Because there's... Because they... Well, was, did we find out eventually where they come from? Because they're not from this planet. 
they invaded this planet. No, yeah, yeah. The, the, the most recent films, so we're talking Prometheus mm. and Alien Covenant, are starting to do mm. a the origin of them because it's actually set sometime okay. before some of this or oh, after okay. some of this mm-hmm. or in a different timeline to this. <laughs> it's not clear. I don't think it's good, but but I, okay. I also don't have a huge amount of time for Ridley Scott. I think Ridley Scott makes wonderful films that are incredibly beautiful and have lots of symbolism imagery. I just don't really mm-hmm. like them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. that's fair. <laughs> yeah. Yep. 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 Agreed. Yep. Um, um, oh, so here's a question, yeah. Matthew. Mm. Is nothing to do with science. So <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> why? Like I don't know if this is. I'm sure it's been discussed um, in the pop culture kind of world. Like why a child? Why Newt? Was it to make Ripley seem more feminine? So in the version you watched, was there a thing about Ripley's daughter? No. Maybe. Well, she refers to her daughter, or I'm just reading the trivia. Right. Yeah. So this is the really strange thing. There is a 1990 special edition that mm. includes like mm-hmm. an extra 17 minutes, something like that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> That's a lot. Of quite good stuff. Oh, that's um, a long movie. But including yeah. including a really good scene where she is trying to find out about her daughter, and she finds out her daughter passed away two years before, and she has this right. whole thing of like, mm. I promised I'd be back for her birthday, her 11th birthday. And she's missed yeah. all this, yeah. and and you know, and it's it's mm-hmm. a very nice moment, and I think it adds a lot to the film because you sort of understand actually, Ripley wasn't a career woman purely; she mm-hmm. had yeah. a family, yeah. and she was this was her job, and she was going back to her family, and she's now found out she's lost her family, and now suddenly mm-hmm. there is a potential daughter, and there's a queen with her children. That, you know, yeah. where, mm-hmm. where the first one has you know, a, a few you know symbols and 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 yeah. uh, things going through it. This has a whole sort of motherhood imagery going on, which is why I think that that works really well. Yeah, if you mm-hmm. have the thing about the daughter, if you don't have it, it's if you yeah, if you don't have it, I think it it ties into what Lindsay was saying. Was like, did they just give her a kid because she's a female character? Yeah, it yeah. feels Whereas that like, way. If she already it? had a kid, uh, then like it makes yeah. much more yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, why does she feel, like, why is she the only one that feels a strong bond with the kid? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because they do yeah, quite I wrote well. Down, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I wrote down here, fridging, but for females. Mm-hmm. It's basically, like, yeah. giving her giving her motivation yeah. to do yeah. things. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. she wants to protect this child. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. made her a promise. She and I actually her. thought, yeah, I thought Newt was really good. I was worried when I... When mm-hmm. I knew that there was a kid in it, because you know sometimes the random kid in a movie is obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but Newt was really yeah, good, yeah, yeah. and she had my best line, mm-hmm. favorite line of the movie, which was, "She doesn't have bad dreams; she's just a piece of plastic." <laughs> Isn't she great? She's wonderful. <laughs> when she's talking about her doll, you know, and, and, and yeah. the, the point that good. she's holding it together, where Bill Paxton isn't holding it together—that's yeah. good. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Solid writing. I like yeah. that a lot. Mm. Yeah, I didn't yeah. have a problem with her as a character or as an actor. No, no, no. Just like. Yeah, just it, it is worrying when there's a child yeah. mm-hmm. Because, okay, so mm-hmm. the, the special edition, the 1990 edition, mm-hmm. is the version I first saw mm-hmm. when I was... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, and I'm sorry, Mum, if this is throwing you under the bus, but far too young to see this film, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> this is why I love the films, because I was way too young. It yeah. scared yeah. the yeah, yeah. wits out of me, especially watching it at the end. My wife was like, I can see why you were f- terrified of this film. Because yeah. the queen is yeah. genuinely terrifying and just looks yeah, out of is. the shadows yeah. at everything. And I, I lived with that for a couple of years of like wanting to keep lights on. And anytime yeah. there's a shadow, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. of what if an alien pops out and what happens there. Yeah. And my yeah. way of dealing with things that frighten me is to get really invested in them. They yeah. can have no power over me when I understand them and when I have yeah, seen yeah, the yeah. films exactly. again yeah. and again and I have read the books and I own the posters and it has no yeah, power Yeah, like you watch the movie enough that it's not scary anymore. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to watch that version. Yeah. It's yeah, not, a, it's not really... the version on Disney+. Plus. No. I wonder if that's the version Amanda watched. Wait, she likes is it on movie. Disney+. Plus? So much. Yeah, it's on, this is it's on, on Disney the Plus. star, like the star part of Disney Plus. Oh, I really should have yeah, checked. I? The... I just bought yeah. the Blu-ray because oh. it was in a box, oh. and I do want to watch the others in the, in the series. To be fair, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think that de- that also definitely helped because last year we watched it through um, nefarious means, and <laughs> it definitely wasn't the best quality. Okay. Yeah, so that also helped. Of like, I can hear everything that's mm, happening. Okay. And yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm interested to visit yeah, the fourth be. one because the fourth one was written by Joss Whedon. Um, yeah, that's who, what I was. I knew one was uh, for anything else that we can talk about in these days. But he is a heck of a writer mm-hmm. and he does write a good thing. Yeah. But yes. it's a terrible film, and yeah. he will admit it's a terrible film, and everyone hates yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm sort of. It would be interesting yeah, to see yeah. what like Jossy bits are in it, like in, in a post Firefly yeah. world, because it is in some ways a bit of a 
there's things he pulls out and mm. takes turns into mm. firefights. So I'm interested to see how they work. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it was like, even in this one uh, before while they were walking towards all the people that were together. Even but like before, I realized that it was because they were needed to be hosts for the mm-hmm. chestbursters. I was like, this is kind of like Reaverish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just gathering them all up. Yeah, but this is way before that. Yeah, space horror owes a lot to this. I mean, Halo rips off whole characters out of this for, mm. for the Halo series, mm. and then and then some mm-hmm. of the alien, you know, demon stuff in yeah. that is yeah. And then also like yeah. the the um, Star Kid musical Starship or yeah mm-hmm. like basically yep. is half yeah, this half a lot of Mermaid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like the character of Vasquez is basically Lauren Lopez's character. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I didn't even yeah. think about that. Even with just, the bandana. With the headband, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Headbands are so um, part of Star Kid also, so I just probably yeah. Didn't think mm. Exactly. <laughs> now I want to watch Starship. Mm. It's very long. <laughs> it is very long. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the big other pop culture mm. thing in this mm. for me is the big loader thing, mm-hmm. whatever mm. the hell. Mm-hmm. Has, Check, sure Chekhov's loader, name. I think we call it. Yeah, mm. yeah, definitely. Mm. <laughs> um, we're big fan, big fan of Chekhov yeah. in this uh, podcast. <laughs> yes. Um So for me, when I first thought, I was actually very surprised at the size of it because of the size of it that Troy wears in Community. <laughs> um, <laughs> which I only knew what smaller. It, it's smaller. It's okay. if it's it's made out of toilet yeah. paper tubes and okay, I haven't cardboard seen and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is like basically the best episode of Community mm. ever, and I'm gonna make you watch it one day. Will do. But I only knew that it was from Alien at that point because Abed was dressed as a xenomorph and he's going around so, a party being a xenomorph. <laughs> yeah, being right. a xenomorph. <laughs> So yeah. I think like I, I loved it and I loved that scene for her at the beginning mm. where they were all like, You can't do this. But it was yeah, it was just it was way bigger. Which is good, because it had to fight off a queen. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it worked I, really well. But I feel like yeah, they've used that well, I mean now that technology is like actually real. Like exists. warehouse yeah. warehouse people like wear mechanical assisting things mm-hmm. to help them mm-hmm. lift heavy boxes and stuff. All the time. And it's one of those things of like, did that get fast forwarded in real life because people watch this movie like it's one of you know like you never know yeah. what kind of things exist yeah. because people like films mm. right Flip so that's interesting yeah. to think about yeah that, yeah. that is a, a <laughs> the wonderfulness of that moment because they're sort of okay what can you do you know we're marines yeah. we're doing this big operation what can you do it's a yeah, sheet yeah. shows and what you can do and they laugh and it's a genuine yeah you showed us and please help yeah. great you know we're happy yeah. to have another yeah. set of hands it's yeah you know yeah. it's not emasculating really like it it's positive yeah. Mm. No. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, I really liked that scene. And then it was also, it also helped them accept her more mm. because it was a lot mm-hmm. of, what are you doing here? The beginning was a lot of just growing down pro military kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which I was, I did what like because before watching this movie, my perception of Ripley was she's like tough as nails, badass, like, everything but then like the beginning of the movie like she has like an actual super believable like breakdown mm. when she yeah. wakes up and yeah, like yeah. having really nightmares likes... and all that stuff which mm-hmm. that is not the public or like the the pop culture version, version of, of Ripley her. yeah 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 and, and yeah. definitely when you yeah. get to the end where she's gluing guns together and stuff or taping them yeah. together you know mm-hmm. she's doing that because she has to not yeah. because she's yeah. become Sarah Connor in T2 you know, if we're yeah, talking James or, Cameron's, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. action heroines. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. She's doing it because she's got a cause. And, and we've yeah. seen through the film her asking questions and learning and picking things up. And mm-hmm. it's a, and, it's a mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. role. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. also changing because she grows to trust and like mm. um, the AI guy. Yeah. Yes. Who I really liked in this. He was, uh, he was good. very dry. But yeah, Lance Henriksen. <laughs> and, and, you know, he's playing himself, not an AI, you know, Basically. unemotional data type. He is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sort of, yeah, sardonic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so good. Matthew, do you have any other questions or any other bits? Oh, uh, you know, we've contribute? got to talk Star Trek somewhere if we've just referenced mm. data. But hey, <laughs> the music in this film. Mm. Did you did you enjoy like me visiting Star Trek 2? I didn't clue in that it was Star Trek 2 music. Oh, James Horner, he says he didn't have enough time. He's basically mm. taken oh, half yeah. of his Wrath of Khan soundtrack <laughs> and turned it into this one. And there are whole sequences. Oh, there, there'll be a YouTube video somewhere, I'm sure we can I find. I haven't watched Wrath of Khan um, for 
a couple of years, like five plus years. Yeah, so. it's it's really yeah. weird when you hear it. You're like, oh, it's actually the same tune. <laughs> not yeah. just taken huh. some. Yeah, you know, like um, who does Harry Potter and John Williams? Yeah. people like that yeah. you can you can it's hear it John Williams yeah, yeah, yeah. when it's Star mm-hmm. Wars or when it's Superman or when it's Harry Potter or, or all this yeah, sort you of know thing it's, yeah. but he's not it's because he's got themes that are kind of the same and no no, styles. this is the same music yeah. <laughs> <laughs> excellent excellent that's awesome yeah that's funny yeah no man I should watch Wrath of Khan <laughs> I mean I've obviously watched it many times but yeah. That's got some interesting aliens in it. Mm. It does. It's got some interesting mm. human science interesting. in it. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of the whole point of this podcast yeah. is to force Lindsay to watch <laughs> more Star Trek. No. Basically, any good film. What science is there that I can tell them is worth watching it for? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, well, we've watched a lot of movies that I never yeah. would have gotten around to watching. No, exactly. This podcast, yeah. so. Like, so this good. was always on my list of things like, oh, yeah, I should probably, yeah, it's like a woman of my age and a sci-fi fan i probably should have watched mm-hmm. aliens like yeah yeah and it's just you yeah, know kind i of... was traumatized by flight of the navigator as a small no. child and <laughs> 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 you know star trek things like star trek style aliens are good mm-hmm. and everything else is harder to watch yeah done yeah and also i had younger siblings so we didn't watch a lot mm. of like m- yeah movies that were mm. like my like we watch more younger movies than yeah. older movies yeah yeah. That's a shame. It goes, yeah. it goes one of two yeah. ways. Either you have to watch theirs, or they get to watch yeah. stuff that's a bit mm-hmm. too old for them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. TV wise, I watched stuff that was yeah, like too old for me. Okay, okay. Like I started watching like ER and NYPD Blue yeah. when I was like eleven <laughs> with my parents. With my parents. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Maybe, like we started watching ER. Whatever. The, I don't know how old ER I was, at the same time, yeah. but you are older than yeah. I am. So I definitely should not have been watching ER. <laughs> yeah, but. Yeah, but movies and stuff, yeah, we always watched as a family, so... Nice, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff that was, yeah, like five years. Yeah. And, and yeah, to bring it back around to kind of why you wanted mm-hmm. to talk through this one, I, I think, I said this a year ago, I think it's the strength of this sequel as one of the mm-hmm. sequels that mm-hmm. could be better than the first in the series Yeah, mm-hmm. that makes yeah. the first one even better. Like, if it was just Alien, yeah. in, the, in the same way we refer to Jaws, like, you, no one talks about the Jaws sequels because they're trash. Jaws is a yeah. great film and is yeah. worth watching, but Aliens is mm-hmm. a franchise that's worth watching because there's more than one great film in it. Yeah, I'm definitely more intrigued mm. now. Yeah. Yeah. And if if it had just been Alien and nothing else had ever mm-hmm. happened, I don't, like, we wouldn't still be talking about it. It would just be a no. random, yeah. like, For 70s sure. sci-fi movie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm intrigued about to know more about this because there's so many more questions that I have, mm-hmm. and I'm also like, I wonder what would happen, how I would feel about watching the first one again. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I mean, know. you're saying you want to, no you're never watching it again. <laughs> I no, don't believe I'm definitely you. not. I have too many things to watch in my life. I might, if like, there was an I, opportunity to watch it in a theater, I might. <sighs> I feel like it would be a yeah. good. It's theater. a good nap, is yeah. what it is in the theater. Oh yeah, oh. Mm. yeah. I, I, admittedly, that well, was. I watched this one slow. in the theater. Yeah, it was the director's cut of Alien, which is even longer. Yeah, that, and, I think that was I, long. The, that that yeah. put me. To yeah, sleep. I think that was a, mm. the problem. Because mm. mm-hmm. we watched the director's oh, cut. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, last year, so it was long. But this one would be awesome because you'd get to cheer. Mm. I just basically, I really want to go to the movies. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, there is that as well, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. watch anything. No, that's a lie. I'll watch anything. <laughs> no, so September, June, that's the one. Cinema yeah. should be back by then, I'm sure. I yeah. Think, yeah, I think we're September here. Mm. Yeah. September will be here. Yeah, well, yeah, you're due, and we're like, let's go to that Aretha Franklin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. When does Bond come out? Is it November again? Lost track of all the date changes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, another Bond film. Mm. I yeah. That's going to be so different from that. Yeah. I'm snarky on Bond. <laughs> It's you know, totally if we're fine. talking in front, oh, we're going to get all into pop culture and stuff, aren't we? But we're talking here about a franchise that does at least try something different with each film. And Sigourney yeah, Weaver herself mm-hmm. said, "I'm not coming back if it's just I have to fight the monsters again. Give me yeah, reasons yeah, yeah. to yeah, evolve in the story totally. and stuff." And, and they've done that yeah, with every yeah, film. Yeah. Good on them. Bond. Bond. No. <laughs> which Bond just does has not do that. Does he say this? Does he say this? Does he do this? Does there a woman yeah. who does yep. this? Like tick off the list, and yep, that's yep, a Bond yep. film. Yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. fine. And if that's what you're looking for in exactly. your movies, yeah. then it's, go for yeah, it. Yeah, you know exactly what you're getting into with a Bond movie, mm-hmm. which sometimes is mm-hmm. what you want. Yeah. Comfort. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> awesome. Anyway. Um, anybody else have anything else Random to pop add? culture things all day. I don't think so. There's okay. 
yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. Mm. So excellent. That helps. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, it would mm-hmm. be. I'd like to see the director's cut. I'd like to see it on a big screen. Yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I, would, I did I, think yeah, this, I would this watch is the this one that again. would win you over. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I would yeah. watch this again. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. All okay. right. Well, thank you so much, Matthew, for joining us thank today. You. It's it wonderful was to come yeah. back. to catch up with you. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your new podcast that I've only listened to one episode on because I'm very oh, well, we, we have two that I can talk about, if that's okay. okay. We are yeah. doing uh, Marvelous, Definitely. which is myself mm-hmm. and Abby Shaw and Laura Stewart Berry talking about the Marvel TV shows and then probably everything Marvel do from here on out um, but it's yep, yep, three yep. bit three Brits going on about Marvel stuff which is good fun <laughs> and we're about to start mm-hmm. recording and releasing uh, Movie Fight Club which is my new podcast with Mandy Stu- Mandy uh, K Mandy K Ottaway Sorensen as she is now <laughs> Um, where we're going to continue to talk about films but we are going to be vociferously debating them with the point of view of one of us has to love it one of us has to not like it and try and argue the point from each other Mm. sounds fun that's exciting yeah our best episodes of our last show were always where one of us had a very extreme opinion so we've just we've manufactured that thing yeah exactly nice (laughs) so that's 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 uh, yeah Movie Fight Club and Marvellous wherever you find podcasts Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I listened yeah. to the first Loki Marvelous mm-hmm. one the, um, before it started because I haven't watched it yet because I had to watch oh. this and in the heights. And, and you had to. Uh, yeah. All of that. I had to watch in the I heights. I had to. I had to. We had to. <laughs> no, honestly, you have to watch in the heights. You have to watch it. <laughs> if you oh like, movie, if you so like movie musicals. Mm, looking forward to it. Yes. Uh, mm. Yeah. If mm. you like summer movies. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so. Uh, I loved that first one. It was really funny. And I like that you, well, you, we have very similar okay. opinions about the Thor movies. So that helps <laughs> okay. a lot. <laughs> um. Yeah, we, we do talk a lot, but we are getting very silly. And it's genuinely good fun now to do that. Like, <laughs> you know, it was great when we were doing all these really intense discussions about what things could mean and mm-hmm. symbols and imagery and, and the normal yeah. stuff. And now it's just, who's the scroll? And what's this, you know, what's the yeah. best Doctor Who reference of the week? And <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Nice, nice, well, nice. look, because that's that's the kind of um, Marvel discussions I like yeah. to have. I like to have somebody who knows what's going on and can tell me who this person is and who this person is and why. Yeah, because I'm not going to go back and read all the comics. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but I also like to have ridiculous discussions mm-hmm. and that all inevitably, regardless of the topic, lead back to how much I love Steve Rogers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One track mind. Um, Amazing. Yes. <laughs> Um, anyway, if you liked this rambling discussion. Uh, you should check out <laughs> our other podcasts. You can find us on at naturefindsapod.com, where you can subscribe to our podcast, or you can check us out on social media at naturefindsapod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We will be back in two weeks with Shark Week celebrations mm. and this we're um, scraping the bottom scraping the bottom yep up the barrel <laughs> we're basically trying to get away from doing Jaws sequels or just I'm a person alone in the beach and there's a shark after me movies because that's not interesting to talk about so we will be talking about a movie we've never seen before called Ice Sharks I'm pretty sure there's an exclamation sharks. point in the title <laughs> pretty sure sharks. sharks sharks <laughs> in Antarctica that's all we know about it and we will see what happens. That sounds amazing. <laughs> but <laughs> it's summer. Um, it's summer and it's Shark Week. And that's that's how what we do. That's here. how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see. Well, see in you the then. meantime. In the meantime, stay, stay science, science friends. friends.